Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Final segment here on a Monday, not just any Monday, a victory Monday. Victory! Victory! As we're having fun. Listen. And you know what this is? Let me let me leave. I'll I'll leave the the sounder, the music up here, the bars up here for a second while I say this. Um, again, we along the journey of every season, the process of every off season. I know we pick up more listeners to the Steelers Blitz here. This is our fifth year doing this. We obviously Arthur Motes did not have as many listeners, as many loyalists in 2018 as we do now. You know, four or five years later, that's how these things work. One thing that some of our new listeners should know is we have a lot of different um, benchmarks and philosophies and rules that we abide by here on this show. One is that we enjoy every win. You better believe it. All right. It there's obviously a lot to sink our teeth into from yesterday about what needs to improve, what needs to get better. We've done a little bit of that today. We'll continue to do that as the week rolls along and as we get ready for New England. But we enjoy every victory here. You have to. It's professional sports. The wins, the losses, they're fleeting. The good times, they never last as long as they you know, feel like they're going to. The bad times, they usually don't last as long as they feel like they're going to either. You sure about that? The bad time you said make it last way longer. Well, the WVU fan in me is actually not sure about that because this is year four of bad times, and I've been thinking it's going to get moving in the right direction. But, but just won the backyard but brawl. Here, we, here we are losing to a basketball school at home. Mm. Um, We enjoy every victory here on the show. Big, little, somewhere in between. Uh, heck, even two years ago during the 11 and 0 start, you know, we were, we were there were a lot of people out there who were like, "This isn't sustainable," and we were kind of along, you know, along the lines of, "Hey, the record might be perfect, but the team is far from it." Uh, but we're gonna enjoy ourselves. That's what we do. Life is too short, and you know, they used to say, "To the victor goes to the spoils." Well. In 2022, that just means to the victor goes the memes and the jokes and the bragging that rights. That sound about right. Yes, sir. So, we're going to have some fun. big part of what we do that, you know, particularly on Victory Mondays and everything, is getting to your tweets. To say the least, we've gotten a lot of them here uh, so we far. We like participation. We <laughs> like feedback. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, and so, let's go to the tweets here. 
as we uh, are into our final segment. Old alum tweets us. What's mm, up, old alum? Mm. It's been a little while. Uh, how much do we think uh, Matt Canada's movement offense was on display yesterday? A little bit. Yeah. You gotta. You know what that was? It was like a trailer. There I think. Oh, oh. Someone might have yeah. made this reference on Friday. I like it. I like it. You, we saw a trailer. I yes. think of of what Matt Canada would like the offense to look like. Not the full feature film, Correct. but the you know the the two minute trailer on YouTube. And and, and also you have to think too, man. You don't want to you know show the full movie if you might have to change some of the actors in said movie. That's the other part. Of this thing. <laughs> it's the truth as well. Yes, too. yes, it is. Uh, CC Ryder tweets us and says victory. Yes, says I don't care about sexy football. I just worry though that this, uh, with the uh, with the pressure that's going to be on the defense, that will continue to lead to more injuries as they're on the field more throughout the season. That is that's the the mm-hmm. the, the big kicker, right? Ninety four plays yesterday. Ninety four plays. Man. That's a lot. If this defense is going to stay elite throughout the course of a, mm-hmm. an, an eighteen week, seventeen game season, yeah, you you got to let them get more rests. You got to let them, um, you know. Play less than ninety four. Play snaps less than ninety four snaps and forty seven minutes or, or something. Yeah, absolutely, because th- that will lead towards more injuries, uh, without a doubt. Without a doubt, it's a physical game. We all know that. Um, and when you when you put yourself out there that many times, you're you're going to get banged up for sure. Coach Witcher tweets us and says, "Do you guys think that some teams across the league, including the Bengals, started slow uh, during to due to a lack of preseason and some time off there in between?" But don't get me wrong, I'm happy. Uh, we talked about this a little bit, you know. To me personally, I don't think that that's the correlation. Because um, people point to yesterday's game and they say Joe Burrow, he played bad because no preseason games. Right, right. It wasn't that he wasn't playing in the preseason games. When he had the surgery, he wasn't practicing either. That's the difference. When you're talking about the missing of practice time, that's when guys are rusty. You can miss the preseason games. Shoot, you're only going to play a quarter to two quarters tops. It's the practice time that gets you, and that's even when we talked about TJ last year early on when he would miss some time with some of the soft tissue stuff. It was because he didn't have all the practice reps either to get his body where it needed to be. I thought watching um, that game yesterday, you look at Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase hasn't taken a preseason game rep. He looked perfect. He looked fine. He looked pretty good. You know, you talk about Joe Mixon. He looked fine. Tyler Boyd, he looked fine. You talk about, you know, us on defense, Mika Fitzpatrick. He's played in a lot of preseason games. No, not really. He looked fine out there. So I don't think that it's a scenario where you're going to draw that correlation. I'm sure we could try to draw some similarities, but I don't think it's a correlation to that extent. I just think it's one of those things where, man, when you don't have the amount of practice time that you need, you will be out of sync. No matter how good you are, you have to practice. And Joe Burrow, not only yeah. no preseason, he had the appendix right. rupture and missed two so and a half weeks like, of man, camp. You, 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 that's a ton of time just away from football. Yes. Just not seeing right. football. Right. So when we talk about, like, it's not easy. You can't just sit out that long and just hop right back in. And even with Joe, think about him. Struggled, but he still started to heat up a little bit towards the end, like we said, just because of how talented he is. But it's still, you can see, man, that first pick six – Man, that's just a god-awful read, god-awful throw. It yes. was late. It was behind. Yes. And it was versus Tampa 2 where you got the safety sitting right there. Joe isn't making that throw if he's in had every practice throughout this offseason and he's in done all the stuff right. he's supposed to do. Right. That's like high school level stuff right there. It's like, Joe, what you like? It was nothing to say throw that ball there. Like nothing. You can't throw that throw that late. Was, that was and brutal. And it can't be inside. <laughs> 
But that's some of the stuff when you talk about just a lack of reps. Mm-hmm. Even for get. somebody as talented as Absolutely. Joe Burrow. That's common. That's what yeah. you get. Yeah. Brad tweets us and says, the goal is always to win. Doesn't matter how sexy it is. A dub is a dub. And this was a big dub. Good game by Mitch. All-time showing by the defense. Prayers up for TJ. I think that about sums it up. Mm-hmm. Still a rocker. Our buddy Jay in New Hampshire. My take on all this is I believe Cincinnati wasn't as prepared for this game as the Steelers were. Felt like their arrogance uh, over owning us last year would be their downfall. Do you think that played a part? To me personally, no. Um, If we're going to talk about the arrogance, I thought it was just with the style of cause they were uh, calling. Hmm. Calling elongated passing routes and asking their offensive line to single protect against our defensive line. That's the arrogance I saw. I didn't see a ton of like how Buffalo was last year. To me, Buffalo came out and overlooked the Bills. I mean, overlooked the Steelers. Going forward on fourth downs in their own side of the field. Like, just a lot of malpractice offensively. I didn't see that yesterday. I thought that for the Bengals, they wanted to whoop us. Trust me on that. And you could see the energy. You could feel it. You see, Every time Joe Mixon ran, he was telling everybody about it. When he smacked, man, he had a run where he runs over Terrell Edmonds. He's letting all them dudes out there know mm-hmm. what time he's on. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a team that was overlooking us. That was just a team that kept shooting themselves in the foot. And didn't execute. Yeah. When you turn the ball over, it's hard to win. When Five times. And then think about this. Yet and still, they still had three opportunities to win the game and should have won the game. But Missed a 29-yard field goal. But our fortune was what? Their long snapper got hurt. Mm-hmm. And there were some bad, to be fair to McPherson, so, there were some bad snaps in there. So it's like, man, we can talk about them being arrogant or whatever we want to paint it, but they still had three legit opportunities in the midst of being minus five in the turnover differential. And if it wasn't for their it's long true. snapper being injured, it's, true. it's a different conversation we're having right now. Shoot, I'm looking at the 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 uh, field goal that Minka blocked. To me personally, it wasn't even operation related. It's the day going left tackle in the tight end, not securing that gap with their hands. That's bad technique. Then from there, you start seeing all the wacky snaps coming up and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But it's like, man, I don't. I didn't look at that as a team that was overlooking us. I was looking at that as a team that just didn't have enough execution and they weren't as focused on the details, the little things. But that's not a, 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 a overlooking. That's a September. Thing. That's a September yeah. thing. Like in September, you have what miscommunication. Miss tackles, miss assignments is what we talk about getting you beat defensively. Offensively, it's the same concept. You miss blocks, you have penalties. That kills your drives. Mm-hmm. We saw our drive stall yesterday between holding penalties on third downs. You know? Like, that happens, man. I'm totally with you. I don't think it was an arrogance thing. And here's why, Jay and, and everybody else who might be thinking along those lines, they did nothing pregame to reference last year. Mm. Not a... They didn't talk about the division title. They didn't talk about the AFC championship. They didn't raise a banner. They didn't have a, 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 a nothing, no. no recognition. They completely turned the page. It was like last year didn't happen. And now, some of you might argue, well, they, they lost the Super Bowl. They didn't win the ultimate prize. That's how it should be. And I think for us in Pittsburgh, we agree. But that's that's a lot they're... easier for us to say. Yeah. And, and even with that, we say that, but there's still players in Pittsburgh that went to a Super Bowl and did not win that still feel like they should be acknowledged for that because that is not a small feat. That's the arrogance that we have in Pittsburgh. But 
in terms of the NFL, it's like only in Pittsburgh are we not celebrating teams even going to the Super Bowl. Or winning a division title. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's the arrogance. That, that's you know that's saying? absolutely. Yeah. So if they would have had some big ceremony, if they would have played some highlight video before the game that had them, you know, trouncing the Steelers last year and were the new kings of the AFC and all that, I might have said yes. But they, the, Cincinnati came out like it was just any other week one game. They, they really did. There was no pomp. There was a moment to honor September 11th, and mm-hmm. they had a local fire chief who sang a beautiful national anthem, and that was it. Kickoff, play ball. They didn't ball. even shout out the queen. They didn't even shout out the queen. So you knew what time they was on? They didn't even shout Wait, out the listen, queen, man. If they would have shouted out the queen on September 11th, we might have had some beef. I'm just saying, though. I'm just saying. They didn't even shout her out. So you knew what they was on. They said, we here to mess up your whole day. That's all we care about right now. Whole day. Uh, Daniel tweets us: uh, not enough people talking about uh, not only the offensive line, but Devin Bush, how he played yesterday. Yeah, I thought Devin did some good things, man. Um, it still wasn't a picture perfect performance. It was by not, him, but he definitely was in the right direction. I thought that his aggressiveness, I thought his willingness yes. to engage was a lot better. And yeah, it was a huge step in the right direction. The question now is: Can you do it again? And can you continue to improve upon it? Hopefully, he can. I'm hoping that he will. But time will tell. I concur. Good building block. Good start. Not a Mona Lisa, but there was certainly enough there to be encouraged by, I think so. And a lot of people in this town are quick to jump on Devin Bush when it doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. Always, you know, you got to keep that same energy as one of the hosts on this show yeah. might say. And, and I will say, I know for me, uh, I'm still, he, he he's a little backlogged from the negativity with my situation, you know what I'm saying, as we, we've been breaking him down a ton. So that's why I'm still not over the moon about just one particular game. That's all. Mm-hmm. I'm working, though. It's a, it's a step in the right direction. Uh, Rob tweets us, how long will it take us to find out about TJ? Uh, if you missed it, yeah, like I said, I, I think, you know, tomorrow, Mike Tomlin press conference at noon. Yeah, they probably just waiting on him to make an announcement unless one of these guys get a leak, you know, in terms of Schefter and Rappaport, because they already got this information. You think they wait until tomorrow or tonight for TJ to get an MRI, get an X-ray? No. Let's be real about it. No. I'm Arthur Motes. I'm not TJ Watt. When I tore mine, I was getting, I was in the MRI machine within what, ten hours of it actually tearing, and we were on the road you're on top not, of you're that. You're not TJ Watt. I'm definitely not TJ Watt. So, it's, so if they was able to find this out with me and, and accommodate me to that standpoint, I think. Hold on, are you telling me everybody on the roster isn't treated the same? Hey, I'm going to treat y'all fairly. I'm not going to treat y'all equally, though, okay? That's all we're going to (laughs) say. All players are created equal, but some are more equal than others. It's that simple, baby. Um, We got a a couple tweets along the lines of, you know, asking about Mitch Trubisky, asking about the offense, asking about the play calling. Um, you know, Britsburgo and our buddy across the pond, speaking of the queen, uh, you know, says that he he felt Trubisky was inaccurate and, and made some bad decisions, uh, even though the offensive line was better than expected. Richie saying, um, you know, I thought the offense uh, looked so looked bad. Was it because Mitch was not trying to do enough? Was it maybe some conservative play calling? You know, you and I, we, we dove into this big time in the first segment of the show. If, if anybody missed that, of course, you can get it in podcast form. Yeah, and but I'm just like, man, so. We didn't have the. Uh, we we didn't necessarily see it the same way. Yeah, because I'm like, Mitch definitely took shots to Deontay. Obviously, he had the heck of a catch one. He took two shots to Claypool. One, Claypool legit should have caught. If we being real about it, back shorter, vertical, in overtime. It's like, obviously, we know about the double flea flicker where he hits Pat Fry from the right sideline. I'm just over here asking myself, like, are we expecting our offense or we expecting Mitch to be Joe Burrow? Like, like what? 
is our expectation when we're saying that, hey, he wasn't good enough, he didn't do enough? Are we expecting him to make every single throw, not have not one bad throw? Is that what we're expecting from him? Because I don't think that there is a quarterback on our roster that's going to live up to that expectation if that is truly the expectation. Well, now, that's, part part of, of me, that's part of it too. Now, part of me feels like, this is more so we just want to get to the quarterback that we That's want. definitely part of it, too. So we're going to, you know, micromanage and hyper uh, uh, analyze everything that Mitch does that we don't feel is good enough. But to me, I don't think that that's the accurate way or the best way to go about this situation right now at quarterback. Agreed. I I absolutely agree. Listen, guys, I, I, I understand we're we're all fans. We all love football and football more so than any other sport, right, Motes? When the game's over, when the game's going on, we lift up the hood. We look at the diagnostics. We want to look at everything. We want to break it all down. We check the oil. We check the engine, your filters, all this. And that. We do that more in football than any other sport, you know, because in basketball, they play 82 games plus play. In hockey, they play 82 games. In, 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 uh, in baseball, they play 157 million games. I get it. It's one game a week in football. It's only 17 games. You, we, 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 we pop the hood and we diagnose everything on any given Sunday. But if you do that with Mitch Trubisky, every single snap here to start the season, you're going to drive yourself crazy. You just are. I'm glad you said emphasis on yourself because I ain't going down that line with you. Yeah, you got, you know, y'all. That looked exactly <laughs> how I expected it to look. And again, as we say here. If it's this, if we're if we're singing the same tune in week five, week six, week seven, then it starts to become a different conversation. But what exactly is that tune? Making clutch plays, showing little, that you can extend. Honestly, yes, a little bit better on third down conversions. Well, because even with that, a little bit better at extending like said, drives. But, That's the first step, I think. But I we just talked about at least two third downs that one guy called back because Dan Moore tackles the guy. Mitch picks that up. Remember that. And then the throw to Claypool where it's like, man, that should have been a 20-yard catch. It hits him in both his hands. Are either of those on the quarterback? I, I don't I, I don't think any of us were wowed by Mitch Trubisky yesterday. And I'm not saying we should but, be. It, but if you're if you're also if you're doing the other thing, if you're sitting there and saying if we, we would have we scored thirty five yeah. we would have scored thirty five points if, if it was if it was a different quarterback, I think you're kidding yourself. I, I just do. Yeah. I do. It was not Mona Lisa Mitch, but it also wasn't, you know, shouldn't be starting on Sundays, Mitch. Thank you. It wasn't, wow, this guy should be playing in the CFL, not the NFL. But that is the energy that and people that I know are supporters uh, of other quarterbacks, that is how they try to make Again, I know it's tough because it's football. We only get 17 games of this a year. It's not basketball. It's not hockey. It's not soccer. It's Don't not baseball. The we a playoff team. We at least get 18. Chill out. Well, 20 if you want to count the preseason. But there you go. little, it, it, it's one game. Don't get so crazy with the minutia. Wait till we have a little bit more of a sample size. Wait till you see how they look in New England. And then in Cleveland, well, against New England, I should say. And then in Cleveland, against the Jets. You know what it sounds like people are doing? What are they doing? Painting with a broad brush. <laughs> well, as long as they're painting the barn red. I thought it was yellow I guess paint we'll, we had. Uh, I didn't check before we came in oh, here. That's that's not on. detailing my Come work. Come on, man. See, you're not worried about the minutia. That's your problem. Me tweets us. Who? Me. What did he do, partner? Says victory. Yes, indeed. Victory! Says FYI, I am one of those fans that can't fully enjoy the win until we hear about TJ. <laughs> Question number one from me. 
can game planning help mitigate some of the offensive line ineptitude? Well, I think you That's saw what that. they did. Yes, absolutely. That's part of why absolutely. they were getting rid of the ball. That looked a lot like last year, didn't it? <laughs> absolutely. That looked a lot like last year. And it's good that they only gave up one sack. That uh-huh. means the game plan worked. Mm-hmm. But that's also part of the reason why they only gave yeah. up one sack. But this is also part of the reason why even for, you know, I don't even like to bring this up because I know this opens up a whole another can of worms with a whole another group of the fan base or faction of the fan base. But when we're talking about Ben Roethlisberger last year, part of his struggles were offensive line related. Now, granted, some people took that and they ran with it to say that's why Ben should still be the starting quarterback because it wasn't just him. I'm not saying that. I am saying, though, that the offensive line did play a part of it, and that was why there was this um, effort to improve this offensive line. The problem is we can question they did enough. Was James Daniels and Mason Cole the answers, and was it the right decision to bet on Dan Moore, James uh, Dan- or um, Kevin Dotson, and obviously choose to score for? Those are some of the things that we're seeing play out, and we're seeing, all right, in live action, if this was the right decision or not. But – there isn't a big difference in terms of personnel this year on the offensive line compared to last year. It's only two new starters. Three of these dudes are still the same dudes that were starting out here last year that we complained about. And the two new starters are not rookies. They're right. guys, they're, they're veterans that you identified in free agency to, and, to bring and, in. And we feel better about James Daniels, but even with Mason Cole, it's like, man, he had he wasn't a world beater coming out of Minnesota. But yet we expect a different outcome all of a sudden we expect better protection we expect you know these quarterbacks to have all this time and it's like to me that's not realistic right now but that's part of the reason why we say if it is personnel related you're gonna have to see more of this offensively to survive this season yes until better personnel is available to you whether that's via the draft trade or free agency but you can't try to do something that you're physically not capable of and i think that's the disconnect in terms when people are like, man, just switch the quarterback guy, it'd be different. It's not necessarily going to be that case because was Kenny going to be more athletic than Mitch was in these scenarios? Did Mitch ever look unathletic or not elusive? Did Mitch ever take a no, sack? No, he made, he made some nice plays with his legs. So he we did. didn't see any plays where we were like, man, if Mitch was a better athlete, he would have got away. Well, no, was none of that, right? I did not. But that's the argument with we're going with Kenny, right? Oh man, he's a better athlete. He would have got away. And it's like, well, Mitch got away. He sure did. He was a better athlete. He made it he made some plays with his leg. Like the the mobility element that's been advertised, it was it was on display at oh, times. Well, it Kenny, was Kenny has the moxie. Kenny can, you know, throw on the run and all these things, take the field, take stretch downfield. On the pass where we hit Deontay for one of the biggest throws of the game, was that not a loot in the rush? Got a guy with hands on you, Moxie, because you worked the cadence, understood the rules, and saying, hey, man, this guy isn't a free rusher. They're going to let this play go, so I better be ready to roll. And then actually going out there and making a heck of a throw to Deontay Johnson, who made an even better catch. Mm-hmm. Is that not that Moxie, that it fact that we were going to praise Kenny for, right? So literally everything that people are trying to say would so, you know, would just miraculously be improved upon. It's like, man, we're already technically getting that right now. That's not our problem right now. Our problem is this offense line just has to continue to improve, and they will. This was a step in the right direction, though. I think I, I think you're absolutely spot on there. And and again, this is after week one. We're not going to be having these same conversations after week three, after week four, after week eight and nine. But you you got to have a realistic baseline. And I think that's where we're at right now. Uh, me also wants to know, can a peanut butter and jelly sandwich be a satisfying lunch? Absolutely. Oh, 100%. 100%. Absolutely. Crustables. Absolutely. Crustables. 
Bro, it's funny you say that. That's what I had for lunch like every day at training camp out, on, at, out in Latrobe. Yeah. Young young Jacob on the on the engineering ones and twos would go and get his boxed lunch, and he would bring me back uh, some Uncrustables from the cafeteria that I could wolf down quickly while we were in break. Yeah, I love a good PBJ. Oh, I might have to get one when we get out of here soon, I tell you. Uh, Steeler Nation, let's do a couple quick hitters as we get out of here. Uh, Steeler Nation 920 tweets us, can't believe I survived five heart attacks during that game. <laughs> My game ball goes to Minka. He was so hot. He was the human torch. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Big time playmaker. 100%. The human torch. Mike tweets us and says, um... With T.J. Watt being hurt and out for new who knows how long. With Dak Prescott getting hurt as well, too. How do you guys say about a little Mason Rudolph to Dallas and Leighton Van Der Esch to Pittsburgh? <laughs> yeah, except for Leighton Van Der Esch doesn't play on the edge. Yeah. And he's uh, pretty banged up as well, too. Yeah. Now, if this was a few years ago, I've been all over that. And you but know I was a card-carrying member of the no, Leighton Van Der Esch fan club. But a few years ago, why the heck would but Dallas, Dallas wouldn't want to do Leighton that either? Yeah. But I, I know we're going to get a lot of questions about that. In fact, Nick tweets us here and says, I haven't seen a single suggestion, hope, or plan for what we do if TJ is truly out long-term or the entire year. Do we try and trade for someone? Free agent? Are we happy with what we've got on the roster? Thoughts? Anyone? What does it call God? Call God? Yeah, listen, if TJ's, <laughs> if TJ's out, just call God. Just call him. Just call him. <laughs> we ain't got no answers. Just call him. <laughs> Hey, man, the way Highsmith's playing, though, man, who knows? The way Highsmith's playing is an encouraging development. Yeah, without a doubt, You man. did add some proven depth to that position late. Um, you're not you're not going to be able to go out and trade for somebody at this point that's going to bring T.J. Watt-type yeah. impact or even in the same stratosphere, and you wouldn't want to because that's a position of priority in the NFL, and you'd have to give up a lot to bring in somebody mm-hmm. who is just even in the same stratosphere as TJ Watt. And then after that, you have the other issue of now you got to keep said player when TJ is back healthy because right. you're not right. going to give up what it would take to get a player of that caliber Correct. for just a one year rental. That's, that's, yeah. Correct. Correct. Without breaking Correct. the absolute bank. Checker yeah. tweets us and says, they don't ask how, they ask how many. You Let's celebrate. It. Uh, you guys, I tell you, you guys get the show. You guys get the show. Uh, last one here from Austin. Good one to end on here. Says, uh, how about some praise for Coach Dunbar? He deserves so much credit. Such an unsung member of this coaching staff. He had his big dogs grinding all game and winning constantly. Having that unit ready to go and successful for that many snaps is really amazing. Well said, Austin. Good tweet to close us out here. I would agree with that. Good tweet to close us out here. And, yes, Coach Dunbar is a legend and certainly one of the more unsung uh, members of that coaching staff. Thanks to our buddy Chris Carter for joining us earlier today. Thanks to everybody on the tweets. We love it. We're in season. We've got great participation. I think we got to most of them today. If we didn't, as always, keep tweeting us. You will get involved. And uh, a big thank you, a big shout-out, as always, to the best co-host in the business as well, too, Professor Arthur Motes. Who, me? No sh- appreciate <laughs> No show tomorrow. You'll hear Mike Tomlin at noon. Get some updates, hopefully, on TJ Watt, Najee Harris, some other things going on. He'll preview the Patriots there as well, too. Motsy and I will be back for a Motes host Wednesday at high noon, as always, on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.